for this morning, I don't know how far we can go, but let's see how God will lead us. This is really relevant. The summary is relevant to the message this morning because I just want us to be able to flow in that link. The message this morning, the, the, what we'll be focusing on this morning is what is the message? Last week we said know your message. This week we are looking at what is the message? If I had time, I would have asked you, what is the message? What do you think the core of the message that God has sent us with is? as his ambassadors at this time. If we say we are a sent people, we are apostolic people, then what is that message? What is the message? So there's going to be some focusing this morning once you know the message, I'm using the word carefully now, the message, every other message will proceed from that. Once you are able to get the core of the message that God is sending us with at this time, then other messages will proceed from that. Amen. And the way we are going to be able to understand that perfectly is to look at the Lord Jesus Christ himself, look at the apostles, the first set of apostles is sent forth, the apostles after them, and the church, what they preached, what they taught. That way we will be, we will be aligning ourselves with God's work, which is continuous. It's never broken, it's not broken. That way we will, be, we will have been the people who have been built on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. Hallelujah. I hope you know that what the scripture says, that we are being built on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. We cannot have a disconnect from them. Regardless of what emphasis God will have us individually bring, like we were saying last week, it may differ a little bit in terms of what emphasis we are bringing and our approach to them. But the core has to remain exactly the same. Amen.
Let's look at what Jesus did, then we'll be able to locate what is the message, what he said, what he did. And then if you have the time, we may pick on some of the apostles. But let's first of all pick, let's look at Jesus. Turn with me to Mark. And in talking about Jesus, we just want to quickly see one man who I've mentioned to you before, who was said to be a man sent from God. He was also sent with a clear message. But we'll look at Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. The book of Mark. And I'm sure Brother Mark must have digested the book of Mark. (laughs) 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 Praise God. Praise God. Now, Mark chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 1. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. as it is written in the prophets. Can you see that quick connect? Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Can you see a clear message? John had a clear message. His emphasis, his focus in preparing the way for the Lord was an emphasis on repentance. Are you getting me? and a baptism for the remission of sins. Amen? Clear message. There was no doubt about his message. No wonder he had so much impact, so much influence. That people were living wherever they were. The, 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 you know, the tax collectors, the soldiers led their posts just to go and meet this man, a voice crying in the wilderness. He was not in a porch cathedral. No. Are you following me? But the reality was that he had a clear message. That's the importance of it. A message that is clear will always have impact. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But let's go to Jesus. Like we have said, we are not focusing on John today. Let's go to verse 14. Now, After John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Just note that. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Did you get that? So when Jesus, as soon as John was put in prison, 
Jesus came and he was preaching. Again, the scripture had no doubt about what he was preaching. He was preaching what is here called the gospel of the kingdom of God. Saying the time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Or some transitions is near. Or it's within reach. That's what it means. It's something you can lay hold of. Repent and believe in the gospel. Let's quickly support that with Matthew chapter 4. In Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, I suppose, has this to say. Having said that, we just go to verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogue, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were demon-possessed, epileptic and paralytics, and he healed them. Now, the reason I've read from Matthew is just to quickly let you know that the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus was preaching was not just in words. It was also about demonstration. It was also about a manifestation of power that healed, that drove out demons, brought relief to people. brought joy to those who were sad because of their situation, brought freedom to those who were in captivity as part of his preaching. Amen. Amen. Because we must know what the gospel of the kingdom he was talking about is. So that summarizes for us the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus was preaching. That it was such, like my wife was saying the other time, when she read for us about the encounter that Zacchaeus had, I think that's Luke 19, with Jesus. And he said, today salvation is coming to this house. It brought salvation to those who were sinners because we could see the man truly repenting from sin. So that same message brought healing to those who were sick. Deliverance to those who were in bondage. 
all part of the same gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Let's move on now to see what he actually, Jesus then told the disciples when he sent them out. What was the message? I'm hoping that I will be able to touch on what the, mess, what the gospel of the kingdom is today. But if not, let's just follow. So when, after the disciples, they had been with him according to Mark chapter 3, verses 13 to 15, which we've read again and again. Now, when he was sending them out, let me choose a passage that will likely explain Luke chapter 9. Let's go to Luke chapter 9, which will explain what the message this morning cleared out for us. I will read Luke chapter 9 and Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 9, verse 1, verses 1 and 2 has this to say. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority, both dunamis and exousia, over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them, he sent them, look at this, to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God, just as he did, and to heal the sick the way he did. Does that look correct? Eh? Is that an agreement? And he gave them the authority and the power, the means to accomplish this. We'll come there. Because that's not really the focus today. But let's go on now to chapter 10. Just go to chapter 10. In chapter 10, there's just one phrase I want us to note there. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also. So it wasn't just the 12. These apostolic people, they were not just the 12. The 12 were the leading apostles, but the others joined them in this apostolic work. Are you following me? Their names we don't know. We knew the name of the 12, but we don't know the full name of all these other people. So it became a movement. It became an apostolic movement under the lordship, under the leadership of Christ himself. Look at what happened. And he sent them two by two before his face or ahead of himself into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Was about to go. So he sent them ahead of himself to where he himself was going to go. Hallelujah. In essence, he sent them ahead, one, to prepare the way for him. Number two, actually to represent him. So that if he were there, 
he will have done what he was sending them to do. Amen. Amen. With the same message, the same kind of authority with which he himself operated, he sent them. And one of the scriptures that, has, that you know I like so much because it has a lot of meaning to us is in John chapter 20. And I want someone to read for me. I think that must be verse 20, 21, if I'm not mistaken. Can anybody read that for me? Okay, if I'm there myself, I can as well read. John 20. No. Uh, no, verse 21, verse 21. So Jesus said to them again, peace to you. As the father has sent me, I also send you. And when he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. As my father has sent me, so send I you. In the same capacity, in the same way, in the same manner, with the same message, with which the father has sent me, I'm sending you. And he went on to talk about some other things. Amen. So if he preached the gospel, of the kingdom, then he expects us to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Isn't it? No confusion about it. And before he left, when he was giving the prophecy about the end time, he said something. Matthew 24, verse 14. I think one of you can read that for me now. Oh, you are wasting. You are spending a lot of time. Matthew 24, verse 14. And it says, I read. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. this gospel of the kingdom. So for us, who have come as end time saints of God, as ambassadors for Christ on earth, there is already a message that we are to carry, isn't it? Wherever we find ourselves, whether in, anywhere we find ourselves, there is the gospel of the kingdom that has to be preached. 
the focus is clear, is the gospel of the kingdom. If you ask me, what is the message? The message is the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. As I close, because of our time, so that we can continue from there. Because what we would then need to be exploring is what is the gospel of the kingdom. That's what we'll be exploring. But know that the message is clear. It is the gospel of the kingdom. There are various ways that is described in the scripture. But just know that that is what it is, the gospel of the kingdom. And we do need to understand what is the gospel of the kingdom. Because it's more than what many of us thought. But let's quickly say this. That the word gospel, the word translated in English as gospel, is from the Greek word evangelion, which means good news or good tidings. Good news or good tidings. And I want you to know carefully, because now some of us are going to begin to understand the reason behind the the name of this church. Are you following? We could have named this church some other fantastic name. I had a lot of idea in my head. (laughs) But the very first focus, we may may have other assemblies planted another time that may be, but the very first focus is to carry good news. And the good news of what? The good news of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Good news of the kingdom. Brothers and sisters, we have good news to share. We have good news to tell. Are are you getting me? The world is is filled today, even the media, the social media everywhere. Are you following? It's filled with all kinds of news. And the most attractive ones, I don't think any one of us will call them good news. News serves today based on how bad they are. Are you following me? They carry headlines. But the church of God is placed here not just this local assembly, to carry good news and the good news of the kingdom. We have have good news to tell. We have good news to share. Even in the midst of all the troubles in our world, We have good news to tell this generation. We only need to understand what is that and how do we do it. And it's called the good news of the kingdom. I can't go into the kingdom today, but just know that we have good news to tell. 
wherever you are, wherever you go, know that there's something, if you truly belong to the kingdom of God as citizens of heaven, there's something, there's the good news to share with people. No matter the situation they are going through, no matter where they are, no matter at what level they are in their lives, there's something, there's the good news, cheering news, heartwarming news, oppressing news for us to share. Albeit we keep it to ourselves. Hallelujah. And that's why we must know who we have. We must know what message we have. You can see that good news were shared amongst us this morning. I hope you knew. All the three people who shared something with us, they came with good news. Who will not say that is not heartwarming? Who will not say those words were not, were not something encouraging for us? If anyone had joined us this morning, they would have been encouraged one way or the other. Whether they've been waiting long for something, and they can hear the voice of God. That your waiting has not been in vain. And the testimonies of restoration, this testimony of something new that God wants to do with his people and in the lives of his people, good news. Are you following me? We have something good to share with our generation. I'm just using this as examples. Are you following me? But we'll expand on this as the Lord helps us. So our next focus will be what is the what is the gospel of the kingdom or what is the good tiding or good news of the kingdom? May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's bow down our heads as we talk to God. I just want you to pray to God and ask that the Lord will give you an understanding of what this gospel of the kingdom is. And how it will help us to carry this. If we are good news church, it must be flowing from us. It must, it must be going out constantly from us. Pray that you will be career of good news. Because God has prepared you for that. We only know how to communicate it. Even in the most difficult places, everyone is looking for something to cheer them on. Is looking for good news to, 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 to warm their hearts. Because the news around us are already depressing. They are depressing enough. With no hope offered to anyone. But we are placed here to tell the world the good news of the kingdom. 